Hello there, sunshine. I'm Giselle Lopez, and this is from The Born and Raised, where I tell you all the things about where I was born and raised. I am born and raised in beautiful, sunny San Diego, and I've never lived anywhere else, making me a true San Diegan. It took me leaving for college in Los Angeles to realize just how much I love San Diego and how I am, in fact, San Diego's number one fan. If you're looking for an a small getaway, or a little vacation, San Diego is great for all ages and is full of so many adventures. There will be three podcasts divided into three different episodes of the areas I consider San Diego to be. We'll go over the mountains, the beaches, and of course, the beautiful city. So far, we've talked about the perfect San Diego mountains, and now we're going to talk about the beaches. Now, to be completely honest, I don't like the beach. I don't like all the sand and how it takes all day to to be at the beach and there's never any parking. And that makes it sound really, really bad. But once I get there, I'm having so much fun. Not so much with the sand sticking to my legs after I just wash them to put on my my sandals. But there's so much to do and there's so many different beaches that each beach you can have a different experience at. Now, I'm not going to talk about every single beach in San Diego because that would ta- that would take like an hour. Um, but I am going to tell you a few of the main ones that you'll that you should visit, ones that you'll hear a lot of locals talking about. And if you have kids or you're a big kid at heart, I recommend going to Mission Beach. Now, Mission Beach is huge, and there's I think two parts to Mission Beach. There is the actual beach, and then there's Belmont Park. And on your way to Mission Beach, you're probably going to first see Belmont Park. And right there, there is never parking unless you have been blessed with parking. It's crazy. It's so hectic, but it's also so much fun. Belmont Park is this small attraction with a roller coaster, some like carnival rides, carnival games, mini golf, an escape room, laser tag, and an arcade. There's rock climbing and this laser wall ninja thing, um, as well as zip lining. So there's a lot to do in that small area, and it's right next to the beach. So even if you go, say, like, say you're going to go chill at the beach, you find this small amusement park, go do that, and then you can still head back to the beach for another bonfire. Which brings me to the other side of Mission Beach. There are bonfire pit, there is a basketball court, there are multiple courts set up for a little sand volleyball game. There's usually not so many people over in that area unless you are going for a volleyball game, then it is pretty packed. But they also have a lifeguard station. And I'm going to be completely honest, Mission Beach is not the cleanest, but you definitely do have a lot of fun. And even if you're hungry after, there is a bunch of taco stands and restaurants within a walking distance. Next, I'm going to talk about Ocean Beach, or as we call it, OB. I don't know why San Diego has this thing with just taking the first letter of a place and just titling it that like there's ob pb ib i i don't know but that's what they do 
And it's just something that we're all born and raised to to say. And I don't think I've ever met somebody that was like, what is that? We just all know exactly what we're talking about. So Ocean Beach is the next one. And I did a little history on this one because I don't visit as often. Um, but I learned that it was and I think it still kind of is a hippie environment since like the 1700s, which I think is pretty cool because their roots are still in that same area. Um, But it's just around Point Loma and Ocean Beach is a great spot for surfers, sunbathers and swimmers. It's also one of the only it's also one of the only 24 seven dog beaches. And I didn't know that I knew it was a dog beach. But I didn't know that it was 24-7 and, like, the entire beach is a dog beach. Which, that explains a lot to why there's always a bunch of dogs there. But I did find this small little clip from the San Diego Union Tribune talking about Obi. Saying, it's filled with local artists, surfers, and dogs. Ocean Beach is known for having heart. True. The neighborhood isn't afraid to be quirky and full and fully embrace their unofficial slogan, keep OB weird. That, <laughs> I love that. I think that should, every place should have their own unofficial slogan. But Ocean Beach is in more of a nicer area. But again, I also don't think this is one of the cleanest ones. But if you got a dog, a little puppy, or maybe your cat likes going to the beach getting wet or whatever definitely check this one out they have a they also have a lot of good food in their area that's that's what you'll notice about a lot of these beaches they're they're deep enough in the city to where you can walk to get food but they're also close enough to the beach that you can enjoy the ocean so next i'm going to talk about pb not peanut butter but pacific beach Uh, Pacific Beach is located just above Mission Beach, so the very first one that I talked about. And it's one of the busiest beaches in San Diego. PB draws out large crowds of locals and tourists, especially during the summer. Personally, I don't like PB. It's very crowded, never, ever parking. It's, It's not just the people that crowd the beach, but it's more the cars and their the streets are very small to where you can't really walk through it without having to like bump into somebody bump into a car it's just it's just way too packed way too crowded all the time and like I don't go to PB anymore because because they're there's never parking and because it's just so overly crowded but it is a very beautiful area and I think that their pier has one of the best spots for pictures not my favorite pier to go fishing but you don't need a license to fish there if you are looking to fish um but it's very nice to be at but it's definitely like a one-time visit and then you don't ever have to go back because nothing's ever changing over there but there is a few beaches that I do like and I'll start off with the one that I like kind of but not too much it's Imperial Beach so IB is located closer to the border it's um it's the one touching the border 
And it's nice. It really is. They have a great pier. I don't go over there because if you go closer to the border, again, there's never parking. And that's just like with every beach. Not all, but like almost every single San Diego beach. And I can't do it. <laughs> it's like either you find parking or you got to pay for parking. And then I read recently that they're starting to put meters at PB and IB. And I'm like, guys, it's like you're driving me away from this beach. I don't want to pay for parking after I have to be there all day in the stinky sand next to these stinky trash cans. Um, nah, I'm okay, guys. Um, but if you're looking for some good Mexican food at like lo- overlooking the beach, IB definitely has it because they're so close to the border. So they know... Oh, they know the good meat, what to use. They have, like, IB is where you're going to find most of the authentic Mexican, Mexican food in San Diego. The higher up you go in San Diego, moving either out, like, up towards L.A., the less authentic it gets, I feel. Um, But the closer you get down to the border, obviously, you're going to get real good Mexican food. Neighboring that area is also one of my recent favorites, and it is the Silver Strand. Now, you go up to somebody and you say, tell me about the Silver Strand. They're going to say the bike lane or the beach because there's two. And the beach, it's an open area that you can go to. You have to pay parking to go in there. It's the parking isn't across the street or across the freeway. It's right there. There's the sand, there's a divider, there's your car. It's so convenient. And for I think I paid five dollars for a few hours. It was so worth it. Not having to drag my stuff blocks away to get my car to bring it back to fill it up and have to fill it up fast because there's cops everywhere especially if you're hanging out like on the 4th of July to just hand out tickets to everybody it's so convenient there's not a lot of people there it's so calm the waves aren't that crazy they're very very calm the one thing though that I don't like about the Silver Strand is that there are a lot of birds but that's just me I don't really like birds but moving more towards the bike trail of um the Silver Strand It's a 24-mile bicycle circuit, which includes 13 miles of free car bike paths, and the rest consists of on-street sections designated as either bike lanes or bike routes. And I've done part of it, but I know people who have done it, and they've trained doing it for, like, a -a bike-a-thon or something. It's huge, and I think it's very scenic. So if you're just going out for a ride and you're by the Silver Strand, do it it's nice it's beautiful going all the way around is going to tire you I don't even have an estimate of how long it'll take you but it's just a nice area and I also feel like the Silver Strand is one of the breeziest beaches I like I don't know why because there aren't that many trees in that area compared to the other beaches but it's one of the coolest spots it's not too hot it's like the perfect temperature It's like the perfect area, to be completely honest. But the bike path does lead you through Coronado. Coronado is one of my absolute favorite places. It's beautiful over there, for one, but I also have a lot of childhood memories over there. My dad would take me fishing at the pier 
right there by the ferry landing, which you can take from downtown to Coronado or Coronado to downtown. Um, it, there's also a lot of restaurants right there. One of my favorites is called Little Piggy's Barbecue. And they got some pretty good barbecue. They're pretty mean with it. But one of my favorite dishes there is the corn fritters with their cinnamon butter. My goodness, my mouth is watering. It's so good. Um, but that's just one part of Coronado. Coronado is like this island connected uh, with the bridge. And the bridge is a little scary at first. But it's, it's okay. It's fine. That area with the here and Little Piggies and the ferry landing, that's just one part of it. You can go around the entire island in like a day. My aunt was getting proposed to by the Hotel Dell and our car broke down on the bridge. So we coasted it down and parked near the area of the pier and stuff and walked an hour or in some change to the other side of Coronado hustling with children. Well, as much as we could hustle with children, but going all the way to the opposite side of the beach of the entire little island in an hour and some change. So you can definitely do all of Coronado in a day if you're just going from place to place, walking around, at one point, I do think that you will need a bike because you can't go... I don't think you can go under the bridge um, without just riding past it. Or that area might even be closed. I don't know. I've never fully done it. I might now that I said it out loud. But going back to the Hotel Dell, this is an absolute beautiful area. They're always lit, especially during Christmas. They have a lot of like professional sand castle makers, I think. Or maybe just artists in general that make these super cool sculptures with sand. And they're absolutely insane. Um, but I wanted to bring up the Hotel Dell. Well, one, because it's beautiful. And two, because I guess it's haunted. I knew growing up it was haunted. I never knew the room. I didn't know why. But I have a little history for you. So the room that is haunted is room 3000. 327 and it the room belonged to a Miss Kate Morgan so in 1892 the young Mrs. Morgan checked into the hotel to meet her estranged husband to her dismay he never showed up several days later Kate's body was found on the hotel steps leading to the ocean since her tragic death, witnesses have been puzzled by odd noises, spirited breezes, strange faces, and the ghostly figure of a young lady dressed in black lace. I don't know about you, but I'm not going there. I don't, don't put me in the room, don't put me on the same floor. I'm not, nope, not me, not today, no. I will not be staying at the Hotel Dell. I can't do that. If I see, like... If I see this lady behind me, I'm going to flip out and I'm leaving. But I like, they didn't say whether or not she was killed, murdered. She just died of natural causes. I'm guessing she was young, but who knows? I just, I don't, not, nah, not me, not today. No, thank you. One thing I did forget to mention about 
Coronado, though, <laughs> moving to a more happier subject, are the beaches. And the beaches are actually really nice. I think that they're pretty clean. Um, I've been to majority of the of Coronado's beaches. Um, and by that, I mean, like, across the entire beach front. Um, but there are, but there is one corner of it and I don't know what it is. I forgot, but it's right next to a naval station and that naval station is next to a park. You cross the street, there's the, there's the beach and it's a, it's a heavy, um, like, like a five minute walk down to the beach, but the sand over there, there's so much of it. And I think that's where my hate for sand comes. And the final one that I will talk about is La Jolla Cove. Now, La Jolla as a whole is known for being more on the bougie side than most of San Diego. It's a lot of beach houses. A lot of wealthy people live over there. Um, But it's also very beautiful over there. Um, There's a lot of restaurants that give you an overview of of the cove or of La Jolla shores. Um, but La Jolla has tide pools. It's a very calm environment, but they are also home to sea lions. And I bring this up because it's a tourist attraction, of course, but these sea lions, okay. Sea lions have been there before us. God created the animals before he created the human. And people think that they are for playing with. And these are wild animals in their element. You're coming into their into their environment, into their habitat. Of course, they're going to want you out of it, especially when they have baby pups. So as of now, there's a small section called Point La Jolla Cove. And it's near neighboring-ish the lifeguard tower, um, the main lifeguard tower. And that area is closed off to the public. You can still view the, uh, um, the sea lions from above because it's an above um, grassy area. And then you go down like stairs or climb some rocks to get down to the actual beach front area. And that's where the sea lions are just resting with, and a lot of them are mothers and they have the babies. Um, but when people decide to go mess with them, you're poking the mama bear and you're asking for it. I'm sorry, but you really are. Loya also does have a lot of good restaurants in the area. Um, they might be a little pricey, but you're paying for well, you're paying for good food for most of the part um but you're also paying for a view and just make sure you do your research on where you want to go um and make sure that you either find street parking that is free or you find or you find out whether the restaurant has parking for you find a valet, or if you can find a parking garage. But again, you're by the beach. It's not, you're going to have to pay somewhere because it's just hectic out there. La Jolla, I feel like is big enough to where you don't have to 
walk so far to your car. It's very scenic, very calming. So even if you're just going out for a walk, La Jolla is so nice for that. Um, but there's also, I mentioned earlier how La Jolla is like, I guess kind of a two-story kind of beach because the top has the overlook and then you can climb down some rocks or climb down some stairs and go to the actual beachfront. But towards more the north side, there's something called the cave store and it's exactly what you think. It's a store where you go downstairs into this cave that has an open dome and you got to pay to get in. I think it's like $10 per person and there's always a line to get in, but it's so nice. I personally haven't been because my family's never wanted to wait in the line with me in that block long around the corner line, but I've seen beautiful pictures. I've seen it from the top. People came out and been have been saying like, oh, it's so nice down there. It's beautiful. Um, but going back to the whole point that I just can't with beaches, there's so much sand, so many people, no parking. It's an all-day event, but who knows? Maybe the beaches are your thing. And maybe San Diego's beaches will be one for you. Thank you for joining me on this second episode of From the Born and Raised, where I tell you all the things about where I was born and raised. I hope you come out and visit San Diego, either visit the mountains, one that you learned in the very beginning of this whole podcast series, or visit a beach. You probably won't find me there, to be completely honest. But I look forward to talking to you in the next episode about my beautiful, beautiful and perfect city.